This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. I had to search deep within my heart and spirit and I wanted to uh, uh, make a change and move to a new plateau in my life and one of the ways in which I did that was to change my name. It sort of divorced me from the past and all the hang-ups that go along with it. John Bream is music critic at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He joins us now on 680 CJOB. Thanks for joining us. I know this has been an incredibly fast-moving story. Uh, Did you know Prince at all? Did you spend time with this superstar? Oh, yes. Over the years, I've known him since 1977. What was he like? A fair amount of time with him, probably as much as any journalist has covered him since day one of his career. John, what was he like? Uh, He was smart. He was articulate. He was shy. I knew him for six years before he looked me in the eye. He was spontaneous. He was impulsive. He was observant. He was spiritual. And he was incredibly funny. In what way? Well, he had a great sense of humor. He was playful. This is if you got to know him. Um, I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, Richard, did you see the movie Purple Rain? I did, and it was a very influential movie in in my life uh, simply because I thought that this guy could not only sing and dance and play, but he could act too. Yeah, he was the complete rock star. Well, you know that squirt gun guitar? When they had the Purple Rain tour, I was sitting one... He did five shows in the Twin Cities here in one night... I was sitting in the seventh row, and he just nailed me with a squirt gun guitar. And then he he ran off stage into the band, and he goes, I got Bream, I got Bream, I got Bream. And if you want another example of his sense of humor, um, he called, his publicist contacted me at 3 o'clock and said, can you be in um, Denver tonight? You can interview Third Eye Girl, and maybe you can talk to Prince. We talked from, I went to his concert, we talked from 4 a.m. till 6.20 in the morning. And seven months earlier, I had speculated that he was wearing an Afro wig because he kept changing his hairstyles from straight hair one day to this Afro a couple days later. And he just, apropos nothing, he turned to me and said, this isn't a wig. And he said, what happened to your hair, John? Bream, it's all gone. Because I used to have almost like an Afro and now, well, not much hair left. So he had a real sense of humor. In those early days, did you know that this would be an international superstar? You know, I knew he was abundantly talented early on, but I did not sense, you know, when I first interviewed him and first saw him perform that he was going to blow up to be as big as he he did. Uh, You know, there's lots of hugely talented people that make great music and never become great stars. There's a lot luck involved but you know this guy had vision this guy had ambition this guy had talent i say to people he's the complete rock star and the most complete rock star there's ever been he wrote the songs he arranged the songs he played all the instruments masterfully he produced the album he was a dazzling live performer he handled the marketing of his career he also handled all the visuals, all those outfits, all the look of the stage, the look of the videos, all those were his ideas. Has there been any other rock star who could do all of that, him or herself? You are in many ways describing the same types of salutes that we heard about David Bowie and, to a certain extent, Michael Jackson. 
David Bowie and Michael Jackson didn't play all the instruments. Even better. Um, what was the last concert you saw him at? Well, I saw him Tuesday night. Not a, He wasn't performing. He was um, attending a concert in Minneapolis by a singer named Liz Wright. He was there with several members of his band. And I saw him walk out after the concert. On Saturday night, I was out at Paisley Park. He invited people out there for a dance party because he wanted to show them that um, he was alive and well. And he made some cryptic comment that now seems sadly ironic about, you know, don't waste your prayers. Um, because he was trying to say he's alive and well. And he played a little bit of piano. He had a brand new piano. He played chopsticks, and then he played one classical thing. And, you know, he was on stage for about five minutes or less. I wouldn't call that a concert. So the last time I actually saw him in concert would have been in January when he performed two solo piano shows at Paisley Park, which kicked off his uh, piano and a microphone tour, which has taken him to several cities. He's played Toronto with that. He played uh, Atlanta last week on Thursday night. He also performed in Australia and, and a few other cities in the U.S., We've lost a friend, haven't we? We've lost a friend, and we lost a great force in culture and music. And um, there, you know, he was an original, one of a kind, one one of a kind in a generation. John, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. I know this has been a, a tough twenty four hours for you. I really appreciate um, you doing this and uh, the chronicling of this man's career that you've done at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. All right. Thank you, Richard. Take care. John Bream joining us from the Minneapolis Star Tribune on the death of a superstar, an icon, a very unique performer and talent, Prince. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.